This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you're new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. I'm so excited and happy to have you here. So today we are going to focus on repelling the energy you don't want. Now, of course, we've learned how to increase our magnetism, how to be more attractive. And the truth is, is that when you become more attractive, you're going to be in a space of receiving a lot more energy, possibly energy you don't want. And when you increase your magnetism, it can become very overwhelming to deal with the energy that you're receiving and to sort through it all with a very clear mind. So I wanted us to create some source of balance in regards to how we're going to show up in the world whenever we get to this space of really making ourselves more attractive, feeling more attractive, and also repelling the energy and the situations and experiences and people that we don't want. How do we do that? So I'm going to go over some really good tips with you that you can carry on throughout your self-love and self-discovery journey as you become insanely attractive after learning more and more about these uh, tips and concepts and understandings. And once you really know yourself, you're going to need to know how to repel some things. So let's go ahead and get started. The first thing that I want us to really take note of when it comes to repelling energy is making sure that we are setting the proper boundaries. And I know we hear this a lot, set boundaries, set boundaries. But I want to go in really deeply on this because I don't think a lot of us really know what that means or how to even communicate your boundaries. Do you have to go around with the sign on your back or to verbalize, no, I don't tolerate that or no, I don't want to do that. No, that's not me. No, this is a boundary of mine. When you verbalize or communicate your boundaries in such a way that it's just very surface and it's just only through that verbal communication or it's very blatant, sometimes you're going to run into people that will challenge that statement. They'll want to break down those obstacles just because that's the type of person they are. Not everyone will respect your boundaries. And so they may try to push you even harder to pull away from your boundaries and your standards. So what do you do? How do you communicate this? Well, number one, I want you to be as clear and honest with yourself about your boundaries as much as possible. Sometimes we set boundaries based on other people's boundaries, what boundaries we feel we should be setting because we want to project a certain image and we believe that certain boundaries come with a certain image. Maybe you want to be 
more respected. So you look for ways in which others exude that type of energy of their respect and you adopt their boundaries to your boundaries. And that may or may not work. But what is most important for you is that you stay in alignment and stay honest with yourself. So when it comes to setting your boundaries, you really want to focus on what do you value about your life? What is most important to you? And why is it important to you? What keeps you in your natural foundation? What keeps you solid? What keeps you grounded? What keeps you in an attractive energy, right? Think about that. What energy do you have to be in in order to feel attractive? And that's the boundaries you need to create out of that mindset. Everyone feels attractive in different ways. And so you have to think about what makes you attractive to others? How are you feeling when you're in those moments of feeling really attractive or being really attractive? And how can you protect that energy? That's what your boundaries are really for. And the more that you set boundaries around that by your time and how much time you're willing to share with others, this again, you don't have to say, hey, this is my boundary and you better respect it or else. (laughs) But it's a matter of if someone is tapping into a special time of yours or just time that you are not willing to share because you have other things to do or you just want to keep your peace. Maybe that other person's energy is very strong and it's draining you. That's when you need to practice pulling back or either coming up with an excuse or politely declining or just saying, hey, do you think we can finish this conversation at a later time? I really have to do X, Y, and Z. Normally, if somebody's like on a roll and it's just really draining you, you're listening to them. It's like, oh, okay, I can't take it anymore. (laughs) Over time, that person's going to forget what they were talking about because they were just in that moment. But you are feeling everything that they're sending out. And if it's really tarnishing your energy and making you feel worn down, making you feel stressed out, then you know that's your cue to pull back and move away. So you don't have to fight with that, don't have to argue or try to defend yourself, so to speak, verbally or in an aggressive way. But it's just a matter of pulling back or saying, hey, you know, I'm really enjoying our conversation. Do you think we can pick this up at a later time? Sometimes it just feels overwhelming or intimidating sometimes to just stand up for yourself. But that's a big part of being attractive is protecting yourself and standing up for yourself and being assertive. And so when you set those boundaries, one, you're going to become even more attractive, but you're saying no to what you don't want. And that's what's most important. Not only do you need to set boundaries with others, but setting boundaries with yourself. To me, that's probably one of the harder things to do is to have that self-discipline, especially when you're trying to rewire your brain or you're trying to set those rules for yourself to say, no, you cannot do that right now. This needs to be done. Or no, you know, that's not best for you. Choose what is healthy for you. Choose what is best for you. If you know that this type of person's really fun to be around, but they're very toxic to be around, you know, it's not healthy for you. So you have to have that discipline to say, ah, 
I know we have fun, but I need to distance myself, not necessarily because of the other person is doing something wrong, but because I start to lose myself and I start to fall apart when I'm around this other person. So you have to be very honest with yourself, know what is healthy for you in order for you to maintain that level of attractiveness, but repelling away from the energy you do not want. When you set proper boundaries that are unique to you, you are one establishing a system for yourself because others don't know where you start, where you end and their relation towards you. They will just run across the fields with whatever they want and whatever they do. They will cross the lines with you and they will mesh whoever you are within themselves. Everything will be based on their own gain. So when you express or when you show, even in a subtle way, that that's not something you want to engage in or you want to participate in or you want to pull back and it's really true and honest, you know the why behind it and it allows for you to stay within your natural self, that person will learn, ah, there's a boundary that's there. Because what happens is, is that if you don't set those boundaries, and if you're not honest about your boundaries, because you just picked some boundary that sounds nice, right? Oh, well, well, I don't do this because I heard that that's just not a good thing to do. No, you need to be honest with yourself. I don't do this because I know myself. This is how I behave after a certain experience, or this is how I behave after X, Y, and Z. And so it's really important for me to set those boundaries with myself. When you do that, you are just saying no to whatever that energy is that you don't want. And that source of energy will either adapt or adjust to your energy or will just move on its merry way if it's not able to adjust or adapt to you. So number one, if you want to repel a certain energy that you don't want, set boundaries with yourself and set boundaries with others. Trust me, it will take care of a lot of things that you don't want. The next way to repel the energy or people or places or experiences that you don't want is to be mindful about the energy you put out. So we have to become more intentional about what we're doing, what we're saying, how we're behaving, the signals that we're sending out to other people. And we have to know one, this is not a game, right? Sometimes we will naturally push the limits on things, even within ourselves, just to see how far we can go. But we don't have control over outside sources. We don't have control over people. We don't have control over just things outside of our control. And we don't know how they will react or behave towards us. When you are mindful about the energy you're putting out, whether it's not gossiping as much or talking behind someone's back, the energy that you're putting out is only going to set you up for receiving that energy right back. So be mindful of what you're doing. Be mindful of what you're wearing. Know that the clothes that you're wearing, the way that you're styling yourself does send out nonverbal communication. You're communicating your personality. You're communicating how you feel about yourself. And so be mindful of that. If you are not putting in any effort into yourself, you're just looking whatever kind of way, then expect that others are going to 
react in regards to that. You don't have control over their perception. That's not your job. But your job is to be intentional and be mindful of your own energy. What others decide to do with that is totally up to them. But as long as you are being mindful of your energy, you can repel a lot of things that you don't want to receive just by taking note of the energy you're sending out. If you are wearing clothes that are very revealing, but you're going to just a regular place, you're just going to the grocery store or wherever, what is your intention behind what you're wearing? Always keep note of what is the intention behind what you're wearing. And sometimes it can be a little challenging because we're starting to get so enmeshed into social media YouTube, what we see on the internet, and it starts to cloud you a little bit because you're kind of training your brain that maybe this is how you should appear. And what we don't realize is that people are taking pictures or videos or they're on, you know, our screens that we see on a regular basis in a very controlled environment. So if you apply those rules, In an uncontrolled environment, you're open to receiving things that you may or may not want to receive. So I know that sometimes we run into this little mental trap of saying, well, I should dress how I want to dress and I don't care what other people think of me and I'm just going to do me or whatever. But then when we receive a certain energy in return, we are not actively repelling the energy we don't want. So... That's really important to note. If you really don't want a certain type of energy, then don't send out anything that's going to be attractive to that energy. Be very strategic and mindful about what you're doing, what you're saying, what you're feeling, what you're thinking, how you're behaving at all times, even when you're at home. Because when we're at home is when we really train ourselves the most. You're in training every time you are sitting at home. When you're just having casual conversation, when you're listening to various things, when you're watching various videos or information that's out there, when you're just having that self-talk, you are training yourself at home. You're doing home training. When you go out into the world, it is a reflection of the training you're doing when you're by yourself. So keep that in mind. So it can be challenging to try to put on this face in your outside world and really feel in alignment with yourself when you're training yourself to be totally different at home. So keep that in mind. The next way to repel the energy you don't want is to dive fully into the world that you want to be a part of. The more that you polarize yourself in the area that you want to be in, the more that you will detach yourself from whatever it is that you may receive that you don't want. So that will create that natural repellent just by being in the polarity of the opposite of what you don't want. So if you're kind of in the middle, let's say that you have started to change or grow and progress over time and you're in the process of transitioning into asserting yourself a certain way or representing yourself a certain way, but maybe you're receiving a bit of that old energy, old friends, old 
colleagues, old thought patterns, old things will always come up and they're going to come up even more the more you try to leave that. So be really strong in the way that you dive into the world that you want to be and you almost have to douse yourself (laughs) in that type of energy. So just really dive into the energy you want to be in and be courageous, show up as that as much as possible, because that's going to pull you away from that other energy to where it's almost non-existent. You may be able to see it, but you're going to be very detached from it and it'll be very difficult for it to really make its way to you. So keep that in mind, truly dive into the world that you want to be a part of to pull yourself away from anything that you do not want. The next way to repel the energy you don't want is to cut off the energy flow towards it. So what we resist persists. What we complain about, we will receive more of. What we focus on, the energy will flow to. So if you receive something that you don't like, you experience something you don't like, someone says something you don't like, they do something you don't like, whatever the case may be, we're always going to run into that. Not everything's going to be rainbows, unicorns, butterflies. Everything's great just because I'm in this energy. You're going to receive a lot of different things, especially when you're out in the external world more often. If you start focusing your attention towards that, complaining about it, harping on it, internalizing it, oh, why does this always happen to me? Why do people treat me like this? It's not fair. You are investing into it. So think of it as every time you repeat something in your mind or verbally or even writing it down, you are making it more and more permanent. So the more that you pull away from giving so much of yourself and your energy towards the things that you don't want in your life, the more that you're going to repel that energy. So if something happens, you don't like it, keep it surface, detach from it emotionally, because the more that you attach to something, even in a negative sense, the more that it becomes a part of you and it's going to find its way to you. So detach from it emotionally, don't even claim it as part of you, leave it where it is and move on and keep it quick. Find a hobby, find something that you can start putting your energy towards as much as possible. If you need to learn a new skill, that requires more of your mental energy, more of your thoughts to focus on something new so that your brain doesn't have enough time to keep focusing on the things that you don't want or the things that you don't like. So that would be my next tip for repelling that energy that you don't want anymore. The next way to repel an energy or person or place or thing that you don't want is to fully understand it. Most of the time when it's something that we strongly dislike or it really bothers us or we fear it in some way or it causes us some distress, we don't fully understand it. We don't have a really good idea of the energy behind it. Sometimes we're afraid to understand it or we're just so resistant to it we don't want to understand. But just taking note of trying to gain compassion and understanding for the other person will then detach 
it from you emotionally. You'll be able to see it for what it is. You'll be able to say, oh, okay, it's because of that person's upbringing or it's because of this event that happened that creates that type of reaction or, you know what I mean? The more and more you take that approach and understand it, the less that you will become so intense about whatever it is that you don't want, you'll naturally repel it. I know it feels weird to say like, oh, well, if you understand, if you take time to invest in understanding it, then you're accepting it. But the truth is, is that the more that you resist something, you try to run away from it, the more it's just going to come towards you. So when you have that understanding of it, you go into a zone of indifference. Now it doesn't affect you as much because you understand it, you get it. You're like, oh, okay. It doesn't have anything to do with you. So you start to take yourself out of it. You're removing your energy from whatever it is that you don't want and you're keeping it in that box. You're keeping it where it is because you're like, ah, I know where to place that. I know where to put that. I understand where it's coming from. It has nothing to do with me. So it's not going to become a natural energy source for you. So you will naturally repel it. The next way to repel the energy, person, place, or thing that you don't want to receive is to spend higher quality time either with yourself or those that are in alignment with you. When you spend higher quality time, what does this mean? This doesn't just mean, oh, let me distract myself and focus on other things and try not to think of the other person or let me just spend time alone. But in the meantime, what's running in the background? What's running in the background is, ugh, I hope that person doesn't contact me or I hope that individual doesn't look my way or I hope that this experience doesn't happen or I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. When you focus on being present, rather that's with yourself maybe reading a book or doing an activity or taking time to learn more about yourself or doing that with another person, you leave a lot less room for the things you don't want in your life. By asserting and committing to spending better quality time, you're saying, this is what I have time for. You're sending out that energy. This is what I have time for. I don't have time for all those little things that don't matter to me or the little things that are causing me stress or pain or frustration. I don't have time for that, but I do have time for these things. And that is where your energy should shift towards. Because again, the more and more you focus on repelling something, trying to repel something, the more it's just going to start coming your way. And then the last way that we can begin to really repel the energy that we don't want is to remember your why. Why do you want to repel that type of energy? What does it do to you? What type of feelings does it cause? How does it make you feel? How does it disrupt your flow? How does it disrupt your day? How does it take you away from your peace? How does it take you out of alignment with yourself? That is what you have to remember. The more that you have that understanding to remember your why, you are valuing yourself in that moment. You're saying, I don't deserve that. I don't need that. That's not a part of me. That's not something that I will tolerate. 
without you having to say anything. Just by remembering your why, you will send out those signals naturally that will repel that energy. You are not going to be inviting that energy. Your energy is not going to say, hey, come on over here. It's a little bit of a challenge. I know I'm saying no, but there's still something lingering within me that makes me feel like I wouldn't mind doing a little something, something with this energy. No, when you remember your why in that moment, go back to your why, create a statement behind it. Create a short statement that's easy for you to remember or even a keyword. Maybe that word is worthiness, value, um, anything that will remind you of your why and say that to yourself every single day. Because if you're just in the beginning of trying to repel an energy that finds its way to you, maybe it's certain types of friends that treat you a certain way or family members or something in the workspace. What happens in those moments that makes you feel uncomfortable and how do you get rid of it? Sometimes we take that external approach to Try to vent about it, be frustrated about it, share how we feel about it, trying to overcompensate and trying to avoid it in some ways. But remembering your why and just having that thought in your mind says so much more and you will quickly repel that energy much faster than really engaging with it and focusing on it so much. So make time for the things that you want, make time for the things that keep you in alignment with yourself, make time for the things that keep you feeling and looking attractive and do not spend any time doing the things that make you feel unattractive because that's going to really decrease your magnetism at that point. So I hope that's helpful for you. Always remember you are your best advocate. You know yourself better than anyone. But I am here to share with you just some ways to keep you in alignment with yourself. Keep yourself on the up and up because I want to see you win. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you having the life that you wish to have. So I hope that this was helpful for you. Get out there, get attractive, magnetize the things that you want in your life and become that beautiful, handsome, sexy, attractive magnet to the things you want. Rather it's wealth, rather it's love, rather it's abundance of some sort, rather it's fun, rather it's just some really good positive vibes. Whatever that case is, you need to tap into that. You only have one life and one life only. So I hope that you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to Heart Blend Podcast.